1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Money Wise is brought to you every Sunday morning for quite a while now, almost seven years, by USA Wealth Group. We are located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And with me, beside me, is attorney F. Tenney Lance. Good morning, Tenney. Good morning to you, Ray. Good morning, everyone. And uh, thank you for joining us. You know, I thought of Tenney when I was getting ready to do this show this morning because Tenney likes to sleep late. And so I came across a great quotation um, from Henny Youngman. It says, if you're going to do something tonight that you'll be sorry for tomorrow morning, sleep late. Does that sound like you, Tenney? Well, I sleep late even if I don't regret what I did the night before. Yes, that's true. I just like to sleep late. <laughs> well, this morning we're going to be talking about uh, growing old or maybe even growing old together. How does that sound to you, Tenny? <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> so uh, welcome to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. This morning we have a whole room full of guests. We're going to be talking with folks from Coastline Elderly Services. Is that the proper name, by the way? Is it Coastline Elderly Services? So I want to say good morning, first of all, to uh, Karen. And Karen uh, Wiley is your last name. Karen Wiley, now you've been working for Coastline for a very long time, haven't you? Yes, I have. I have done 17 years, and you are currently the Assistant Director of Care Operations. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. You know, uh, Tenny and her business and her practice of mostly doing estate planning and working with seniors has worked with Coastline Elderly a lot. It's a, it's a truly great resource we have in the community. So if you are getting older, ladies and gentlemen, or if you have somebody in your family that's getting older, it might be that somebody in your family or even you could benefit from some of the services that are provided by Coastline Elderly Services. So it's important you listen to this show. Now, uh, Karen, you're the Assistant Director of Care Operations you also oversee the Information and Referral Department, Options Counseling Program, Family Caregiver Support Program, Veteran Services, Housing Services, and Evidence-Based Programs. When do you sleep? <laughs> That's a lot on your plate. Yes, you do I, a, I stay very busy. You wear a lot of hats. But you are a licensed social worker, which is interesting to know. And you have a master's degree in gerontology from the University of Massachusetts in Boston. Now, gerontology is the study or the science of dealing with older people, I assume? Yes. Okay. So, Tenny and I are a little bit older than you, but we're not really that old yet, are we, Tenny? I don't know about you, but I'm pretty old. <laughs> well, we don't talk about it in the air. We don't give our actual ages out. And as you know, I'm older than you. Yes. I, I married an older woman, ladies and gentlemen. I always like to tell people that. She's uh, exactly six months older than I am, so I never let her forget that. Right, Tenny? That's right. <laughs> so, Tenny, now we're going to talk about a lot of different things this morning, but I do want to mention that um, we're going to be doing a reverse mortgage workshop. This is something new in our operations. Uh, Tenny is licensed um, as a mortgage loan originator, and we're going to be doing some workshops on reverse mortgages on Thursday, July 25th in Fairhaven, and on Saturday, July 27th, at the offices of Lance Law at 352 Fonts Corner Road. There's a lot of myth. We're not going to talk a lot about that subject today. 
because we're going to be doing a program separately just talking about reverse mortgages. But if anybody is interested in knowing more about reverse mortgages or perhaps attending one of the workshops, give a call to Tenney's office at 508-998-8800, Thursday, July 25, and Saturday, July 27th. And it hasn't been done for a long time in our area. It is important. Um, I'm going to save all my success stories for a separate show we're going to do on just that subject. But also with us this morning is uh, Seth Thomas. So good morning to you, Seth. Good morning, Ray. I, I have to ask you a question because it's pure ignorance. Is Seth a full name or does it stand for something else? Does it have a longer piece of it? Nope, it's just Seth. Just Seth. Okay, well, that's good. I like that. Now, Seth, you're the editor of Senior Scope. I have to say that probably anybody listening today has seen Senior Scope in lots of places around New Bedford, Fairhaven, Acushnan, all the various towns. Um, it's an interesting paper. Thank you. And do you actually write articles and stories for it as well? I do, yes. I'm the, uh, the editor. I take photos, do layout, the, the whole thing. So you do, you do all the things. Um, and you have stories on health and well-being, nutrition, local news. Um, and you've also worked as a reporter, it says, in, in the field of communications, both in Massachusetts and in upstate New York. Yeah, I'm kind of a, a recent Massachusetts member. I, uh, I moved here about four years ago. Okay. Now, do you write on your own as well as a hobby? Um, I did a little bit of freelancing several years ago. I haven't um, done anything outside of Senior Scope in a while. Okay. Have you had any professional training in writing? Uh, yep. I, uh, I went to school for journalism um, in Plattsburgh, which is about 40 minutes away from the Canadian border. Okay. Sure. I know who that is. Yeah. So usually anybody who has majored in journalism or studied journalism or majored in English which is what I did, uh, you've got a burning desire inside of you that you want to write something, oh. <laughs> a great American novel or mm -hmm. something else. Um, you know, I have to admit, I'm, I'm really not a good fiction writer. I do yeah. love nonfiction. I think that's why I got into journalism. Okay. So maybe there's some nonfiction books in your, in your, in your recent uh, past or, or future. Um, also with us this morning is uh, Karen Ferreira. Good morning, Karen. I'm sorry, Caitlin. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to blame my assistant because she. I really have a hard time to decipher her writing. We have a Karen and a Caitlin this morning. That's so right. Caitlin, um, but it's spelled with a K. It's spelled very interestingly, so I don't blame you. Okay. I get I get all kinds of variations of my name. All right. Now you're something very interesting. We were talking earlier. Uh, first of all, you're very trim, and that goes with your profession because you're a registered dietitian. Correct. So uh, do you work as a dietitian for South Coast? For Coastline, I do, yes. Okay, for Coastline, yep, excuse me. And um, do you help people with their menus? Do you make sure they get proper meals? And yeah, so I assist in the menu planning for our Meals on Wheels program. Okay. And we also offer um, counseling. So I can visit uh, individuals out in their home where they're most comfortable. And we're um, looking to start seeing people also in senior centers to okay. do individual counseling, also nutrition education through presentations, cooking demos. Uh, yeah. Okay. And you have a Bachelor of Science in Nutrition. Uh, where did you go to school? I received my bachelor, uh, bachelor's degree from the University of Massachusetts, Amherst. Oh, in Amherst, yeah. Yes. Uh, our daughter went there, our daughter, uh, Catherine. So let's see, there's Karen and Caitlin and Catherine. That's <laughs> going to be really confusing, yeah. isn't it? Our daughter majored in psychology, and then she went on to law school after that. But um, 
she enjoyed UMass Amherst. Is it really a party school? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't, oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> I, was very good busy. I was very busy with my studying. Okay, well, that's, that's a good answer. Yeah, it is a good answer. And my maiden name was Ferrara. So it's Karen Ferrara. Oh, my word. Uh, All kinds of All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep this straight. Um, but it's Caitlin Ferrara. Correct. You Ferrer. got it. <laughs> and Karen, you were also Ferrara, but now you're Wiley. All right. Well, we'll try to keep this straight. I'm going to stick to just first names. I think that would be safer. Um, well, thank you all for being here. And I think what you do for Coastline Elderly is very important. Um, so let me ask you a question right off the bat. Um, Caitlin, do, do you find that a lot of seniors have problems with nutrition and not getting proper food to eat? It's a big um, concern for our, our seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the basic um, components that go into shopping, preparing, and eating a meal that um, younger people take for granted start to become an issue and finding ways around that for, um, for seniors around the chal- those specific challenges. Um, mm-hmm. It's very unique. Well, I think it's probably hard to fix meals for yourself if you live alone, too. Absolutely. It's, it's not very fun. It's a pain in the neck. Um, I know sometimes if Tenny is away for a few days, um, right down the street from our office is a place called Plan It Eats. And they have prepared meals ahead of time. Um, you pop them in the microwave for three minutes, and you have a well-balanced, nutritious meal, no sugar, all that kind of stuff. So that's what I tend to do. Yes. So preparing meals uh, for when you're living alone is something that I see very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to keep in mind cost so you don't want to buy too much food so that it doesn't go to waste. Okay. Also, things that are easy to prepare. Um, so you're thinking shelf life, easy to prep, um, and very simple to eat as well because sometimes eating alone adds to the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding things that are still enjoyable and nutritious, um, it's a very a very unique population, and I actually really enjoy helping people find those solutions that work for them individually. But there's lots and lots of issues associated with nutrition and eating. Now, my, mother's, my mom is not with me right now. She passed away a number of years ago, but she got meals on wheels for a while. And... Um, she wasn't exactly a hoarder, but when it came to food, uh, she grew up in the Depression when they didn't have much at all, so food was very important to her, and she saved some of the meals on wheels, so she made sure she got her free meals on wheels every day. Um, remember that, Tenny? Oh, they would be in her freezer, in her refrigerator, yes, partially yep. poor soul. Yeah, poor soul's right. Uh, she had um, declining mental capacity as she got older, and then she ended up ultimately in assisted living and then in a nursing home. But what they did at the, I forgot whether it was assisted living or nursing home, they had two breakfasts every morning. But the early risers, they had a little place where you could go and just help yourself to some buffet stuff. And then they had a regular meal like an hour and a half later at 9 o'clock or something. She did both. Uh, food was very important to her. And in the space of about two months, she had gained about 30 pounds. And we had to talk to the administration and say, she's only allowed to do one breakfast a day. So it's not just a simple thing of having nutritious meals. It's a question of looking at somebody's overall diet, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I think would be um, helpful, because we've got these wonderful folks with us today, is to have Karen 
tell us exactly what Coastline Elderly is, what it does, the range of services, and let's see if we can figure out everything that you do because it's massive. And what area do you cover, for example, what cities and towns? Okay. Um, We cover from Dartmouth all the way down to Marion and Rochester. Okay. And the towns in between for Haven, Cushionet. But not Wareham. Not Wareham. Okay. And we don't cover Westport. Those go to our sister agencies, Bristol Elder Services and Old Colony Elder Services. Okay. So we are one of 26 agencies across the state of Massachusetts. So our main goal as an agent service access point is to help individuals put services in their home to help them stay independent. So we have all different programs, which I can name a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is options counseling. We can go out and meet with an individual or a family member and let them know of what services, not only coastline services, but services that are available out in the community. And it's just an, a free program that we give information so they can weigh the pros and cons to see what would work best for them. So if you're at a, a starting point of knowing that you need help with something, it would be worthwhile to call Coastline and say, please send a counselor out to talk with me. Right. But people are probably reluctant to do that. So do you have adult children who will call sometime and say, can you come and take a look at my parent and help them? Yes, yes. And with options counseling, it's great because we don't have to meet the individual in person. We can also do options counseling over the phone. So if you have a son or a daughter that lives out of state, We can do it by email. We can go into the hospital or into a nursing facility to meet with the individual. We can even meet them right down the street at a local restaurant or Dunkin' Donuts, or they can come into our office. So So we're very flexible. That's a very interesting name, options counseling. I guess it means nothing more than, or very simply, discuss what are the options for helping this person. Right. right. And how does somebody reach uh, Coastline if they want to get more information? What telephone number should they call? They just have to call our main phone number, which is 508-999-6400. And anyone that's a new caller will be referred to our information referral department. So they don't have to even know what they're calling for. They just have to give their name and basic information, and we can get them to the right program that would best fit their needs. So about how many employees do you have at Coastline, roughly, if you know? We have over 200 employees. Wow, that's a lot. And part of that includes, like, the meals on wheels and the things that are more visible, probably, mm-hmm. I assume. Well, that's a big operation. I, I think probably the most important thing that folks should take away from the show today is to realize that there are plenty of programs and options out there to help. And you don't have to sit in your apartment or your house by yourself. Um, if you can't fix meals, there are options for that and choices for that. There are options also for helping with money management. I was looking through the brochure of all the things that you do, and they just are endless. Home care, laundry, grocery shopping, all those things. Why don't you describe some more of those? Sure. Um, For our basic home care program or one of our senior care options program, we set up services in the home to help an individual. Our basic services could include we come together and we make a service plan with the individual, what's best for them. 
We have home-delivered meal service, as Caitlin discussed a little bit earlier. We offer homemaking service where somebody can go in and help with light housework or do some grocery shopping. We offer personal care or home health aid where someone can go in and help with bathing. We offer laundry service. We have adult day health service, social daycare. We offer respite service to give a caregiver a break mm-hmm. so they can sure. get out and get different things done that they have to get done. We offer personal emergency response systems. We offer transportation if somebody had to go to dialysis or chemotherapy. Wow. So there's really a lot of things that Coastline Elderly does. Um, If you have a situation, do you have somebody, uh, a situation sometimes where a child will say, I'm concerned about my parents' welfare, do you ever do something like a welfare check and go in and knock on somebody's door because a parent or a child or a neighbor has contacted you and said, can you check on them? Yes. Well, if an individual does have service with us and mm-hmm. they're scheduled for that service, right. we usually call the emergency contacts and call the individual to make sure they're okay. Okay. If not, then we follow up with our local police department to do a safety check. If it's an individual that does not have service with us, we also have an elder abuse hotline. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you about that question as well. So you must work for the district attorney's office if you see evidence of elder abuse, I would imagine. Yes. Okay. And, Seth, is that kind of information uh, publicized in Senior Scope also? Do you have telephone numbers, emergency numbers that people could call? We do, yeah. So in each issue, um, we have plenty of different resources around the community. Um, a lot of that is dependent on what coverage we have in each issue. But we do have um, several sections of the paper which have static information. Um, on page two, we have a list of shine counselors. And in the back of the paper, we have a list of various resources in the community. Okay, so tell us what a shine counselor is. I know what it is, but I want you to tell our audience what it is. A shine counselor can help you get set up with different social services like Medicaid, uh, Mass Health, that sort of thing. We usually do a program um, around October every year about Medicare and whether you want to look at different choices. We usually have a shine counselor on the station at that time to talk about um, how you can find out different uh, Medicare supplement programs that Mm -hmm. are available, for example. It's a great service because that stuff can be very complicated, as Tenny and I were talking about earlier. It's all um, very complicated. Tenny's mother ended up um, having to spend some time in a nursing home and Tenny is a lawyer, and she has a lot of experience dealing with elder care issues. And it was complicated even to do that. My own mother, she went, first of all, to Hathaway Manor Nursing Home, and she was too high-functioning. She went from there to assisted living. And then after a while, she couldn't handle that, and she ended up at a different nursing home again. But with all the experience that we have and the clients that we see, it's still really complicated. So. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need assistance and help, get in touch with Coastline for sure. Give them a call at 508-999-6400, and there's lots of opportunities uh, to help. Can, can you explain, Karen, how the services are charged or what the uh, income level is that relates to charging? Well, that depends on the individual um, t- to be eligible for our basic home care services, you have to be 60 and over. If you do have a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease or a related dementia, mm-hmm. we can open somebody for an exemption to that with a doctor's note. 
for the copayment, there's a monthly copayment based on the individual's income that's put on a slide and fee scale that the state sets every year for us. But there are some exemptions. So if an individual is on standard mass health, they may not have a copay. But sometimes the copay is as small as $9 a month. So mass health basically provides um, medical services, right? Or uh, insurance for services. Or at least brokers it. But there's a couple of different ways of doing that. One is for somebody who's actually still living in their residence in their home. And then the other is um, Medicaid is administered from MassHealth also. And by the way, Tenny does a lot of work in the area of uh, Medicaid planning, nursing home planning, protecting assets, and so forth. And she basically has a 100% track record for getting people approved for Medicaid assistance if they go to a nursing home. It's it's a pain in the neck. Applications sometimes are three or four inches thick. Oh, with, thicker. With all the supporting documents. That's a small one. <laughs> so give Tenny a call sometime if you want at 508-998-8800 if you look for information on Medicaid. I want to give you a couple of quotations, and these are not political statements. Sometimes I have to preface my remarks when I say that. This one happens to be from Bernie Sanders. Before Social Security existed, about half of America's senior citizens lived in poverty. And that's true. Now, what do you do when you see somebody who has not enough money and you provide assistance in that area? Uh, You don't do any income supplements, obviously, as part of what you do, but you could provide food if they couldn't provide food, like meals on wheels or in-home meals. Um, So, But what do you do if you find somebody who's just not making it financially? Um, Do you have any suggestions or ideas or programs for that? The reason I'm asking the question is there's an article in the Standard Times um, dated July 9th, Tuesday, July 9th, uh, which says retirement is elusive for many in the U.S. And it's estimated, for example, that nearly one quarter of Americans say they never plan to retire. They can't afford it. Um, I know Tenny right now has a client who does listen to the show, so I want to say good morning if you're listening She's 85 years old, and she's still working. Uh, She's working in Walmart, um, and she has no plans to quit. She can't afford it. She needs the money. So we see people like that, don't we, Tenny? Oh, I see. I see many, yes. Uh, But I'm still interested in exploring how somebody would receive services and the range of services. Um, What if somebody no longer really understands their banking situation and has a hard time straightening out their bills and all that. That's a great question. Can they go to Coastline for assistance? Yes. When we would receive a call from an individual, we'd assess that individual on what is going on in their life right Mm -hmm. now. So we do have a money management program, and with the money management program, We would have volunteers that could go out on a monthly basis to help them pay their bills, or we also have the option of a representative payee Mm -hmm. where they would just get an allotment of money and their bills would be paid monthly. Okay. That's really good to know. I'd like to actually know more about that at some point if you have any information on that program because what I do at USA Wealth Group is mostly help people with retirement planning. And obviously I deal with people who have assets, but we also see a lot of people who don't have assets or income. Well, and and not only don't have that, but they may have assets and income and be 
uh, unable or uneducated in how to uh, use those assets, how to how to pay their bills and all those sorts of things. So when you first sit down with someone, you, not you personally, but your counselors, go through a whole range of questions to say, can you do this? Is this a problem? And so forth. We first listen to the individual to understand what's important to them and what they are looking for. Um, We do ask basic questions to understand what's going on because if an individual didn't have enough money to, say, pay their bills, maybe they didn't look at the option of applying for food stamps. Or Mm -hmm. we also have a community mainstream program where that individual goes out and tries to see financially what programs are out there that they'd be eligible for, which could assist them with, say, fuel assistance or a discount on their phone bill. And does somebody follow them along? Because sometimes applying for these programs is onerous, difficult. Yes. With our options counseling program, that's a short program where we meet with the individual just for a month. But we do do follow-up. So we usually follow up two weeks later and then a month later. If they open in one of our regular programs, such as home care or senior care options program, they would have access to a care manager at all times, and they'd have their phone number, and they're usually in contact with them every three months if there isn't anything that's important right now. And one of the big problems, I think, is people being reluctant to give up their independence or being afraid that they're going to lose something if they trust somebody else. So they have to be able to do that. I wonder how many people in this room, right now there are six of us in this studio, believe it or not, how many people have heard the name Norman Vincent Peale? Raise your hands. One person. Okay, Norman Vincent Peale was a minister, but he was a famous writer as well. He wrote a lot of philosophy, in, including on aging. So he once said, live your life and forget your age. Um, it's not always possible, is it? Well, we're going to come back in just a couple minutes after we take a short break, and I want to give you a very important quotation by Pearl Buck, a very famous writer. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. Every Sunday morning, we're here to educate you, entertain you a little bit, but mostly give you some ideas of resources that are available in our own community that can help you or help a family member. So today, we're very pleased to have uh, Karen and Caitlin and Seth with us from Coastline Elderly Services, and I've already learned a lot about things that I didn't know about Coastline. There's lots and lots of good things they do. Do you know why this is so important? Karen, I'm looking at you. Yes. (laughs) Because I want to give you a quotation from Pearl Buck, a very well-known writer. Uh, She lived in China for the early part of her life. She wrote a great novel called The Good Earth. So Pearl Buck said, Our society must make it right and possible for old people not to fear the young or be deserted by them. For the test of a civilization is the way that it cares for its helpless members. That could almost be your mission statement, you know, when you think about that. So we're here to talk about services that might be available to you, ladies and gentlemen, or to a family member through Coastline Elderly Services. So, Seth, you're the editor for Coastline Elderly, uh, excuse me, for South Coast. Senior Scope. Scope. I will get it right. Senior Scope. (laughs) I get too many names in my brain this morning. Um, I've picked up Senior Scope any number of times. 
So if somebody is interested in putting a story in there, um, can they approach you at some point if they want to do that? Yeah, I would, I would love to hear story pitches. Um, okay. We have, you know, it, it is Senior Scope, so it may be a, a niche audience, but I, I do think that we have a, a really wide net. Um, I think seniors in this area are, you know, there's all kinds of folks in this area who are doing amazing stuff. We have um, artists, we have volunteers, we have all different kinds of people. So, mm. Do you have ever have any uh, senior art shows, for example? Yeah, I think there's actually one coming up this week at uh, the Marion Council on Aging. They have a, a fairly regular rotation of art shows. And Good. If you've never been, I would definitely check it out. Mm. I have to depart just slightly. I apologize. It's one of the privileges of standing in front of this microphone. I just saw something on CBS Morning News, which is one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen. It was uh, apparently it's gone viral on the on the on the web. Um, three young boys were fishing, and one is just a toddler. He's like two, and two older brothers. And the mother's taking a picture, and she didn't realize until after she took the picture. Two of the kids, the two older kids, are holding a fish on a string, and the little toddler has got a fish stuck right in his mouth. He's standing with a fish in his mouth holding it. <laughs> Funniest thing I ever saw. It has nothing to do with the show. It's just funny. Say, how did that pop into your brain? But that's okay. Because it was just really humorous. <laughs> how, do, how do people get senior scope, Seth? Um, so we are in 150 different locations throughout the uh, area, and we're also available online. Um, you can visit coastlinenb, as in newbedford.org. I did not out. know that. Yeah. So repeat that again, please. It's coastlinenb.org. Okay. And that's like New Bedford. Good. And um, so, yeah, we're available online now. You can um, subscribe to the paper, the, to have the physical copy delivered to your door, and um, you can also subscribe to the electronic edition by visiting the website. Hmm. Is there any cost for it? Um, f- to have a physical copy delivered to your door, it's um, $12 just to cover the cost of postage, but otherwise it's completely free. But you've also got drop-off locations where you might leave a, a, a number of these in a pizza store or something else. Yeah, nature. we're in a lot of um, corner shops, um, doctor's offices, that kind of thing. Okay. Well, we tend to see a lot of older people in our office, so if you ever want to leave uh, a batch or add us to your list, we'll be happy to put them right at the front door, right in the uh-huh. waiting area. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So, um a gentleman named Bill Vaughn said, by the time you're 80 years old, you've learned everything. You only have to remember it. <laughs> yes, that's you find that definitely Tenny? my problem, yes. So, Attorney Tenny Lance, you do a lot of work with uh, the senior population. I know one of the things that you've seen lately and I've seen as well is um, you've seen several situations in which a person living alone has died. They might have even had a cleaning person. But when you go to look at their house and figure out what's going on, you discover they've been a hoarder, and the house is an absolute disaster. So I want to come back to you folks from um, Coastline and ask the question, do you ever have a situation when somebody goes in and you find out that somebody is really in danger because they're in unsanitary conditions, they're really a hoarder? And what do you do if you find that kind of a situation? Anybody care to respond? Yes, it does come up from time to time. What we do is we work with a lot of our local agencies and we work together as a team to help that individual or the family. And um, some situations that I know, Tenny, you've seen lately, it's almost like you want to bring in a hazmat team because it's that bad, isn't it? Well, we were named um, as the... uh, executor personal representative for a person and we had to clean out the house and so we hired a one of these you've got junk 
uh, kinds of services to clean everything out because it was just so bad. And they stopped working one afternoon because a roach climbed up the worker's leg. It's it's just, it gives me creeps to think about it. It's a tough situation. Yes, it's sad. So let me ask Caitlin a question about nutrition because that interests me. Um, Do you practice what you preach? Absolutely. So you watch your diet and you're careful about what you eat and what you don't eat and things of that nature? Yep, with diet and uh, lifestyle as well because that's a major component of mm-hmm. overall nutrition status. Right? Um, mobility and activity is a huge part of it as well. But it's also important to know that nobody's perfect. It's difficult to um, maintain a healthy diet sometimes. So I like to follow the 80-20 rule, which is kind of which is what eating uh, healthy 80% of the time and 20% of the time eating just for enjoyment and satisfaction. Okay, I like that rule. Yeah. <laughs> that, that works for me. Yeah. Do you actually design the meals or lay out the menu for meals? So we work in a co- in coordinates with um, a caterer because we do produce about or we provide about a thousand to twelve hundred meals a day. So it's a, a that's large impressive. Quanti- it's a large uh-huh. quantity. Yes. Yeah, that's really impressive. So the meals are prepared at a, a caterer's location. Correct. Yep. And we also work alongside a couple um, sister agencies. As Karen mentioned earlier, we're one of many in the state. Mm-hmm. So we coordinate our menu with these other agencies, and we have to establish meals that have um, specific amounts of protein, starch, um, certain vitamins, um, calories. We also limit sodium. We follow the no-added salt therapeutic diet, which is um, a concern for not only seniors but Americans overall. So. We take into consideration uh, sodium content, calories, carbohydrates. Um, so there's a lot of planning that goes into it. And we also take into consideration uh, presentation. How will the meal look? How will it be um, uh, uh, packaged? Yeah, exactly. The, thank you. Thank you. Presentation. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. The presentation, but also the packaging. Because our home-delivered meals, um, because they're delivered to the to our consumers' homes, we do have to know... Is it going to be feasible to get um, from our caterer to our sites to the homes of individuals who yeah, require and temperature them. and preserving exactly. it and everything else Food's, is important. Food safety mm. is huge. But you mentioned something else earlier. Um, I, I heard you talk about uh, exercise. So, uh, are there any exercise programs through your organization through Coastline? We actually don't personally um, provide them, but I know at the uh, senior centers and council on aging they have they have routine exercise classes so okay yeah um it's go ahead seth oh, yeah. um, one thing i would add too is that and um each issue of senior scope toward the back we have a listing of um, what's happening at the local senior centers mm-hmm. and um in addition to that we also have a regular contributor um we have the new bed uh, new bedford wellness initiative which is a, a group led by dr michael rocha who's a, a cardiologist based in um, hawthorne and his team um, contributes an article each month, and they talk about um, exercise, and um, they also talk about a program that they offer at the Boys and Girls Club Good. in New Bedford. So. It's, it's really impressive, all of the array of services that are available, but um, it's also impressive what Coastline does. So, Caitlin, I just have to give you a quotation that I think I mentioned to you before the show began from George Burns. Do you know who George Burns was? I don't, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> He's like two generations before you. Sure, sure. <laughs> He's a comedian. Um, used to have a cigar. was one of his props all the time. He'd tell jokes and 
put a cigar in his mouth. I stay away from natural foods. At my age, I need all the preservatives I can get. <laughs> so I was thinking about you in particular when I saw that quotation. I need to bring up something that I just noticed this morning in the material that uh, was presented. Um, you are involved with the Grinnell Congregate Housing, and that's a, a note from my past because I was president of Whale when we put Grinnell together. Uh, what, what's your involvement with Grinnell? At Grinnell, we can put services in. We have... Um a supportive living coordinator who is there all the time that can help residents if they have any questions or need help with applications. Great. Uh, just so that people understand, Grinnell is an older building in New Bedford on County Street that has nine or ten congregate units in it. And congregate means that you have your own living space, but that you come together with the others in the house for socialization for meals and services and those sorts of things. It's a it's a wonderful place, and I'm so proud that it, it got started and that it's still continuing. We did that project with Interchurch Council way back when. Caitlin? So Grinnell is actually one of the, lo- the locations where we provide meals. So ah, it's um, one of our sites that uh, consumers can go to to oh. enjoy a meal. And we have 12 other sites as well in the area. So oftentimes Meals on Wheels are thought of as um, the home delivered, but we also have those uh, those 12 sites um, within our service area where anybody over 60 can enjoy a meal um, that we've put together. So Tenny's actually wow. being a bit modest, too, when she's talking about Grinnell because she actually did all the financial work on that. She was involved in Whale, and Whale certainly had a major role, and in the Interchurch Council did, but Tenny wrote all the grant applications and got all the funding together for that. So she has a long history of doing things in the area of historic preservation and funding in New Bedford. But Grinnell really is a wonderful um, living opportunity for people who um, really need some socialization in their lives, who don't want to be preparing meals and that sort of thing. So how would somebody, I don't know if you know, Karen, how somebody would know whether there's availability at Grinnell. Is it done through the Housing Authority now or what? Well, we always know at Coastline as well, so they could just contact Coastline and we could help them. Super. It is a beautiful building. Yes. Abraham Lincoln visited that building. I didn't know that. I probably have an Abraham Lincoln quotation here someplace that I could use. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do. (laughs) So um, let me ask a question for Seth. Um, with Senior Scope, um, if somebody is interested in, in volunteering to help with Coastline, mm. we always encourage people to say, what are you going to do when you retire? You're going to sit and watch television? Maybe you want to do something like work in an organization and give some volunteer services. Does Coastline welcome help from volunteers? Yeah. Um, a big thing that I write about in Senior Scope is all the volunteerism that we have in the area. Mm-hmm. And um, Coastline itself offers four different programs right now for volunteers. Um, well, four major ones, I should say. And um, we talked a little bit about money management. Um, in addition to that, we also have the Nursing Home Ombudsman Program, where volunteers are matched with the nursing home and make weekly visits to listen to, mediate, and resolve resident complaints and advocate for residents. Um, we have a new one, the, the Caregiver Respite and Support Services Program, and um, that has a lot to do with the um, memory cafes that are popping up in the area, which is kind of a, a newer way to approach the 
the problem of dementia. Um, ah, interesting. Memory um, Cafe. Yeah, that was, I believe, started in 2008 somewhere in Europe. I want to say the Netherlands. And hmm. it was this idea of creating a supportive um, network for folks with dementia and memory loss. Um, okay. So at, at these meetings, they'll have um, the person with dementia or Alzheimer's disease and their caregiver. And um, they go in a big group, and they usually have a meal or a snack, and then they'll have entertainment afterwards. And it's more of a, a social experience than a, a formal support group. So if somebody were interested in volunteering, could they just call the main number and say, I'd like to be a volunteer? volunteer? Yeah, um, they could uh, call the, the main number and ask about volunteer opportunities. If they hear about something specifically, they can um, be directed to the, the appropriate person. Okay, so that's 508-999-6400. Uh, reach out and do something as a volunteer, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You get more by giving than you do by getting, don't you? That's I right. Think. That's one of my quotations. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, well, Karen, um, you know, one of the things that uh, I've learned a lot of, about uh, what you folks do, um, and uh, the most important thing that I learned today was that you had more than 200 people working in your organization. That's a lot of services that are available to a lot of people. So if you're not working with Coastline now and you've got somebody in your life that might need to uh, have some help, give Coastline a call for sure. Can Um, I ask Karen about the Family Caregiver Support Program? What is that? Sure. That's another free program where we work with the caregiver instead of the individual to give the caregiver options of what's out there to assist the caregiver. We do at times have funds available where we could help with short-term respite to relieve the caregiver, but we just make sure that the caregiver has a backup plan. If anything ever should happen to them, they know what to do for their loved one Um, and just different services that are out in the community to assist them. And that can be done remotely as well so that you don't have to actually meet with the daughter in California. You can talk on the phone or email or whatever. Yes. So can I give you a quotation from Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> sure. told you. I mean, it's all circled and everything. It's true. In the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. Abraham Lincoln said that. Do you suppose he anticipated the Grinnell congregate housing when he did that quote? I don't know. For some reason, the quotes that I had this morning, which were dealing with older people, um, all had a lot of famous names attached to them. All right, now I have to ask you to raise your hands on this one. How many people have heard of Pablo Picasso? Okay, everybody raises their hands. Okay, that's a good one. So Pablo Picasso once said, we don't grow older, we grow riper. (laughs) Whatever that means. Tenny, are you ripe yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to answer. No, you won't Um, answer that one. Karen, uh, Coastline is supervised by a board of directors. And how does that get in place? What, some, it looks like there's somebody from every community on the board. Yes. We, we try to keep a well-versed board. We have an advisory board and our board of directors. They are very involved with all our different programs, and they help guide us to just make Coastline better and better. Do you accept contributions of money from outside people? Yes. Are you a 501c3 organization that somebody can donate to and get a tax deduction? Yes. Good. Well, that's important to know because I would think that over the years you've helped so many people that maybe somebody wants to give back to the organization. And 
Um, Seth, is there information in Senior Scope about giving money to seniors uh, to uh, uh, Coastline? Yep. If somebody um, wants to, you can actually directly um, donate to Coastline through our website, which is once again coastlinenb.org. Okay. And if you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a, a donate button. All right. Um, so we are a nonprofit, and that's very helpful. So where does most of your funding come from? Does anybody know? Does it come from grants, or does it come from the various municipalities that perhaps each contribute something? Funding is very difficult. It comes from all different sources. So we yeah. have federal funding, state funding, okay. co-pays, grants. So you probably have one person in your organization who's in charge of all the money operations, I would imagine, too. It's tricky for nonprofits. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you have benefited from services uh, from Coastline Elderly, um, give something back. If you do a will, if you do a trust, if you do an estate plan, leave something in your trust or your will documents that will give a donation back to them uh, because they do really amazing things. But most importantly, if you have an elder in your life, and that elder is in need of services, where would that uh, elder or where can you call to understand all the realm of services that might be available? Karen or Seth? Where to call? Or, or look at a website, too, I would imagine. Yep. Um, you yep. can call our, our main number, 508-999-6400, or you can visit us online at coastlinenb.org. Has uh, Senior Scope been around for a while? Yes, have a long history. It has, yes. Um, so I've been with the paper for about three years. Um, okay. The uh, paper itself it has been around for 35. Um, oh. It was initially a project of the city of New Bedford. I believe it was a um, project technically of the uh, mayor's office. Mm-hmm. And it was a way for the mayor to talk directly to um, the senior population. And so um, about two years into its life, um, Coastline got on board and helped provide funding for it so that it could expand outside of the city of New Bedford and now we have the same coverage area as um, coastlines. So that's, once again, from Dartmouth all the way to the Tritown area. Okay. And as a nonprofit organization, if you can't answer this question, that's all right. Uh, do you ever do fundraising events like annual picnics or annual fundraisers or anything of that nature? Yeah. So uh, right now we're actually planning a, um, a fling this fall. A fling. Okay. Yeah, a fall fling. Um, that uh, – it's still in the works. Some more information will be coming out about that. Um, I would highly recommend a, another great way to stay on top of what we do at Coastline is follow us on Facebook. Um, if you go on Facebook and to search once again for Coastline NB, that's like Coastline New Bedford, mm-hmm. um, you can follow us that way. And I'm sure we'll have lots of information about that. All right. But the other thing is if anybody has questions about the scope of services and the kinds of things that you do at Coastline, they can call and get information. Yeah, that main number um, is probably the best way, and then they can get you in touch with the um, information and referral department. If I can find out where I put that main number, it is 508-999-6400. So, Tenny, um, before we go too far, I just want to mention again that uh, you're going to be doing a reverse mortgage workshop on um, coming up at the end of July, July 25th, which is a Thursday, and July 27th, which is a Saturday. over the years, I know that um, out of your office, you've helped a number of people put together reverse mortgages, and um, it's enabled people to help stay in their homes and so forth. If anybody is interested in that, uh, give a call to the office at 508-998-8800 and ask for Tenny or one of her staff, right? 
Yes, and if you have other legal issues that you might be interested in learning more about, call our office and find out what we're doing for these workshops on a fairly regular basis, usually once a month or more. Um, And the staff there can tell you what workshops are coming up. We have one on July 18th, for example, that is coming up. Um, And our number is 508-998-8800. I want to give a very quick tax tip. I like to give a tax tip once in a while. Um, If you have been paying long-term care costs, if you've been paying long-term care insurance premiums, if you have medical expenses related to long-term care, they're deductible uh, on your income tax. It has to exceed 10% of your adjusted gross income. That's a real barrier. And most importantly, you have to be able to itemize your deductions. And with the new tax laws that we have, um, it's only about 20% of people who are now able to itemize deductions. So it doesn't help everybody, but just realize that it is a deductible cost on your income tax. Um, I just want to mention as we come to the end of our hour today that uh, I've certainly learned a lot more uh, about Coastline than I knew before. Um, I didn't realize the total variety of programs you have. So I'd like to give a special thank you to uh, Karen Wiley, Caitlin Ferreira, and Seth, I'm going to forget your last name. Thomas. Thomas, Seth Thomas, I should remember that. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, Terrific organization. Um, I'm sure at some point somebody in your family, somebody you know, might need your services. And, Teddy, thank you for being here today as well. You're very welcome, and I'm glad to know more about Coastline. They really are a terrific organization. Call them if you need them. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen.